Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Busby, and I'm so excited to have y'all here. Oh my word, I can't tell you how much I just appreciate you and how awesome you are and how loved, seen, and valued you are. Even though I may not know you personally, or maybe I do, who knows? I just want you to know how much I love you as a friend and as just someone who is just awesome. Like I said, I'm so excited to be starting this podcast. It has been a bit of a battle trying to figure all of this out. I'm not a techie person. So, um, yeah, there's just a lot of details that have been in this. And I will not go into that because I just want to get started. I'm super excited to start this thing. So I thought I would just give an introduction of what this podcast is about. So, this podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring some pretty awesome guests on the show, and then sharing some fun stories at the end of each episode called That's the Tea. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, exploring scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. A few years ago, I had several things that just happened in my life, and I had some friends that started sharing their testimonies with me, and I was like, Yeah, I've been going through a struggle, but like, I don't have a testimony. And I was comparing my story to a friend who was paralyzed or a friend who just had an awful situation at home. And I just, I felt like my testimony seemed like nothing. But what I've realized and what the Lord had made me realize through the years is he's given each of us a story. In Revelation 12, it says that they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. We all have triumphed over the enemy in one way or another by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. Even if you feel like you're just living a life of a stay-at-home daughter or a stay-at-home mom, or maybe you're at college, but you feel like you're not doing anything extravagant, or maybe you're getting a degree to become a doctor and you still feel like you're not doing anything extravagant, I want you to know that you have a testimony and you have an amazing story. You have a voice. So for today, for our first podcast, I thought it might be fun to kind of share my story with you all. So that you're not listening to this and you're like, okay, who is this random person talking? (laughs) I just thought I would kind of give an introduction of who Kayla Busby truly is. (laughs) Um, That way you can listen to it through the phone or the computer. But I just want you all to know, first of all, that I am just an ordinary girl with real struggles and I'm a sinner just like the rest of us. And so I have questions like the rest of us. I have battles that I go through like the rest of you all. And we're all not alone in this journey. And so I just want you to feel like you're having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, chatting together, sharing what God has taught us and laughing over silly things. I truly want this to feel like we are at a coffee shop, cute coffee shop, just getting together and talking and maybe having popcorn. I don't know. You know, that sounds like fun. So I encourage you right now to grab your cup of liquids, (laughs) whether that's tea or coffee or lemonade, and, you know, grabbing popcorn and let's just dive into this. So starting at the way beginning, once upon a time, I'm just kidding. um, (laughs) I thought I would start at when I was three. 
I started having a very hard time with how things felt on me. I hated tags on my shirts, and I especially freaked out with the lines on my socks. My parents did not know what I was going through and had no idea why I was having hissy fits. A friend told my mom, oh, she just needs some more spankings, you know, some good spankings. But my mom thought, no, I think there's actually something there. And so we eventually learned about sensory processing disorder. My parents dealt with this as best as they could. And let me tell you, they were so patient and so kind to me. It definitely was a battle for all of us. Then when I was seven and in first grade at public school, I started hitting everything. Not people, mind you. But I did start hitting the pillows, the walls, the floor, anything because I felt hurt. My body just hurt. After a week of hitting things and going around standing on my head and other strange behaviors, our pediatrician was able to get us into seeing an occupational therapist based on this emergency because my parents were like, no, this is not normal. (laughs) Prior to sensory issues, I was already having a hard time learning what preschoolers learn like colors and shapes. In first grade, I was having a hard time reading, spelling, and focusing in class. At school, I started seeing this, quote, reading lady in a special room. When my sensory issues kicked in, I had to stop going to school for several months. The school then sent a tutor to come home with me. When I went back to school, it was still very hard to keep up, and we soon found out that I had a learning disability called dyslexia. My parents pulled me out of public school after that year and started homeschooling me for second grade on after hearing that one of my friend's parents planned to homeschool their children. Homeschooling was very tricky for us for the first few months, but then I remember sitting still, finally, listening to classical music. Music really helped my brain put things together, and it was easier to concentrate. But music comes more in my life later on in my story. Homeschooling was the perfect solution for me and a wonderful part of my growing up. My mom did a wonderful job figuring different ways to help me how to learn. She was fantastic. When I was nine, I had three hard situations going on. The first one was at a homeschool program. A a group of girls stopped hanging out with me and I felt really hurt. I know they didn't do it on purpose, most likely, but rejection did sink in. I thought it was because of my dyslexia, and I also thought they thought I was dumb. The second situation, I started having anxiety, and I had anxiety to the point I didn't want to leave the house. Or when I could, I just, I freaked out because I thought my parents were going to die in a car accident or get sucked up in a tornado. It was very difficult for me to go to a friend's house, to go to church, whatever the case may be. This took about three months of therapy to clear this up. The third situation was I had eczema explode all on my legs. Redness and itchiness all over my legs did not help the other two situations at all. One day I was lying on my bed feeling ugly, dumb, and unwanted. And my mom came in with me, prayed with me, and shared with me Psalm 139, 14, which says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful and I know that full well. She spoke over me saying, I was beautiful, fearfully and wonderfully made, chosen, loved, seen, and adored. This was the moment I first really felt God for the first time. Then when I was 10, I remember being in a geography class at another homeschool program. And one of the boys started teasing me and kind of bullying me. 
And I just, I felt so dumb in that moment because I couldn't answer questions that he was asking me in class. I felt rejected and I also felt ugly on the outside and inside. Then when guys started liking the other girls at this school, and I was never one of those girls, I felt horrible. Have y'all ever experienced that where you're just like, no one is choosing me. I feel just the worst. So when I was 11, my mom wanted my sister and I to learn to play piano. So then we started learning play piano, and I also wanted to learn violin. Even though I despised practicing, music brought me great joy. Classical, Broadway musicals, all the way to worship music, and 40s music helped me a lot. And fun fact, I still love all of those music genres to this day. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. But during that time, I felt more focused during school, and I loved messing around on the piano. Plus, I always loved to sing and dance around the house all the time. My parents would be like, Kayla, stop singing. (laughs) These truly were my ways of escaping and brought me great happiness. When I was 13, I wanted to learn guitar. And since I love to sing worship songs, the desire to play worship songs started growing in my heart. I really wanted to know how to play guitar to use it to worship God. I started learning and absolutely loved it. I dropped violin and piano was on the sidelines, but guitar was the big thing for me. Fast forward to right now, I enjoy being one of the worship leaders now at church. It is a big blessing to be on the worship team. So then back to school. We switched to another homeschool program. Surprise, surprise. Yes, we love jumping around, and I don't know why, but we did. (laughs) This program was a theater and arts-based school. While feeling happy and accepted there by some, I also felt rejected and unseen by, quote, the cool kids. These kids were also preparing for college, and I had just decided not to go to college, so I felt very outside of the group. Once again, I wasn't the girl getting the attention from the boys and felt ignored by the teachers, even though this was not the case whatsoever. I did feel rejected again. One day, the director and teacher of the program shared with me and my mom during a parent-teacher conference that I need to put on a new pair of glasses. She told me to not compare myself, to not think I'm dumb or inadequate, but to see myself the way Christ sees me. Even though I kind of put that in the sidelines of my brain at the moment, It has stuck with me ever since then. 2014 into 2015, I walked down a very, very scary path. This is something, by the way, I thought I would never tell anyone. Eventually, I did tell my parents and I did tell one of my sisters. And then um, I always thought (laughs) I am going to struggle telling my future husband this because it's so embarrassing. But I just have had on my heart to start sharing this piece of my story in hopes that it would encourage other people. And so what this was, when I was 14 and 15, I started watching pornography videos. I watched these horrible videos at such a young age. I mean, 14 and 15, such a young age, because I desired attention from a guy. I desired romantic love. So I watched these videos thinking that was, quote, real love and felt worthless because I didn't have that. God stopped me one day and he made me realize how deep of a pit I was in and got me out. Praise the Lord. I told my mom, who didn't jump down my throat, by the way, (laughs) but we talked calmly about it. And she reminded me that she and God still loved me. She encouraged me to talk to my dad and he said the same thing. And since then, I have been set free and clean for five years now. And I'm so grateful that God has set me free from that trap of darkness and lies. 
Later on in 2015, my choir director invited me to join her and the team to go to Vienna, Austria for a choir festival. <laughs> we sang in the most glorious cathedrals, but we also sang for hours in the dirty, smelly train station to the refugees who were fleeing from their terrible situations in the Middle East. I remember playing with some Arab children who couldn't speak English. It didn't matter if I was Christian and white. We were all different, but we were all just playing with each other, smiling and laughing. The father made me realize in that moment that my deep love for children was growing and missions in that moment was growing as well. Also in 2015, after the Vienna trip, I saw the movie War Room. That is by the Kendrick brothers, by the way. I highly recommend it. <laughs> I had no idea what a prayer warrior was, let alone a war room. I felt inspired after that movie and started putting handwritten prayers on my wall, along with quotes and Bible verses, and I spent time growing closer to the Lord. My relationship truly developed after that, and I realized how loved by the King I was, and I realized that in this battle, I am a warrior, and I know who has won this battle." Ephesians 6, 10 is one of my favorite. Well, just that whole chapter is one of my favorite because I know that I am a warrior. We all are. In 2016, my family and I made a trip to Israel where I fell in love with Jerusalem and the Jewish people. Then in the Sea of Galilee, I committed or I should say recommitted my life to Jesus and was baptized. I was baptized when I was nine, but like, seriously, I had no idea what I was doing. So <laughs> I remember the moment, but I don't know what I was doing. So I recommitted my life then. In 2017, we moved from the mountains back to the suburbs, and there I created my special prayer closet, which, fun fact, I am in that right now. I'm surrounded by all these prayers, and I have prayer requests from people on my wall, and it's just such a cozy place. This is my haven. It's filled even more with scriptures and prayers and quotes, like I said, and I could spend hours in here in certain days when my heart especially feels really heavy. It truly is where God and I have grown so close, and I have fought many battles in here with him that have been on my heart and in my mind. He has been so faithful to me and to all of us, I'm sure. My last year of high school, God made me realize the love for writing he placed on my heart and that I wasn't using it because of the fear of dyslexia getting in the way. So he started realizing that the enemy was placing that there so that I would not be using this gift for the Lord. So I started using my testimony about dyslexia and that other people have a voice to inspire people to not let their insecurities to stop them from being a light to the kingdom. So I started putting posts on Instagram and YouTube and just using my voice. I finished my last years of high school at home and then graduated in 2017. But before graduation, I went to Africa and England with my choir. Ho ho, chip chip cheerio. <laughs> in the fall of 2017, God brought me a nanny job for the school year. And I also started my photography business, which I love still doing, by the way. I also, in 2018, went to Israel for three months for a discipleship program. But during that time, that trip, the enemy came into me with so many lies and a really hard situation that was going on during that time. I also thought I needed to become a different person to fit into that group. So I basically transformed myself. I will say, though, this trip in Israel for three months was incredible in other areas. I met some of my closest friends. I really grew my faith and and in my identity, and I had great conversations with people. Just truly, I grew deeper in love with my king during that time. In December 2018, faced with my fear, 
I decided I would do this. I would face my fear and I would go to Hebrew school for the second year in a row to prove that dyslexia was nothing over me and I could do this. During that time, though, I had a big door that was shut in my face. One morning, I was leading worship, and after worship, a lady came up to me and said, Kayla, I feel like a door was closed in your life recently, but I want you to know that I feel like God told me he's opening a better door for you. Trust the plan that he has for your life. That has stuck with me ever since then. And y'all, I'm truly grateful that God has allowed this all to happen because through these hard things that were happening in my life, he made me realize more of his love, faithfulness, and who I am in him. And during this time, he transformed me to be this daughter that I I truly can't describe. I just, I know that I'm this daughter of this king that I wouldn't have been transformed into this different person if I hadn't gone through these hard situations. I don't see myself as a dumb, rejected, or unseen person anymore, but I see myself as a beautiful, wise, valued daughter of the king. And I want you all to know that you all are so valued as well. In the summer of 2019, I was at the beach with my family and was hit with lies from the enemy that my body did not look like the person or that person around me, just people in general around me. When we got home, I started walking down an eating disorder path. I started binge eating because it was something I could be in control of, but then I started starving myself at some meals because I realized I was gaining weight from binge eating. I was exercising not so I could take care of the temple of the Lord, which is my body, but so that I could fit in this, quote, perfect body that I heard the enemy tell myself I needed to be. I had enough of these lies and talked with my mom, my pastor, and his wife, and these three people by the power of Jesus really helped me to get through this season. My pastor and his wife spoke Philippians 4, 8 over me and said I needed to start taking my thoughts captive and think only on what is true, noble, pure, praiseworthy, etc., So the Lord has been working on me with this for a year now. And to be honest, we're still going through this. So So the next trial was in 2018, or sorry, 2020 of this year in March. There we go. Um, COVID had just happened. um, And I also, before COVID, resigned from my job. And acne started exploding all over my face, which became a big insecurity. But I also realized that during that time, I had a lot of fear and anxiety that was coming up again. So the Lord has, since March, been teaching me about trusting Him and being perfected in His love. I wanted to share all of this to just say that though I've had a wonderful life with a great family and great friends, My life has not been easy and not been perfect. I've had many struggles, hurts, and disappointments. I've battled fears, insecurities, and comparisons for years. But through it all, I keep coming back to the reality that God is good and He is loving. God has been so faithful. He has taught me a ton through the years. And by my trials and victories, and yes, even my failures, which I've had a lot, He has spoken to me what my true identity is. And he's poured love and value over my life. So this is my heart for the podcast. Whether you're male or female, realize, please, 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 that you are known, seen, valued, and loved just the way you are. There's nothing that you could ever do that could take that identity from the Lord away from you. You all are victorious. Woo! I'm so excited about that. We all are warriors. Whatever story you have, he is using it to bring you closer to him. 
You are sons and daughters of the king who have a voice. You have purpose. You were created for a reason and no one is like you. We all have an incredible father who is kind, faithful, and so very loving and who is always working on our behalf. So anyway, that's a little bit of my story. Um, Just to give you an idea of kind of what I've been through. Um, But also just hope it, I hope that it's encouragement to someone that no matter what you have gone through, you still have a voice and you still have purpose. Honestly, like no matter what you've ever been through, it could be the worst of the worst. You still are precious in God's eyes. So that kind of leads into that's the tease segment. Um, a few weeks ago, I had asked on my Instagram page if people had funny stories or embarrassing stories that they could share for me to share on this new project. And people sent some stuff in and it was funny. It was really funny. It, some of it cracked me up, to be honest. And I probably will share these things in the future. But I thought since today is our first podcast, I would kind of give a more serious one um, and something to hopefully, I don't know, keep us pondering as we leave this episode soon. (laughs) So it's by C.S. Lewis, who is one of my favorite authors. And he said, it is true that some people may find they have to wait in the hall for a considerable time, while others feel certain almost at once which door they must knock at. I do not know why there is this difference, but I am sure God keeps no one waiting unless he sees that it is good for him to wait. When you do get into your room, you will find that the long wait has done you some kind of good, which you would not have had otherwise. But you must regard it as waiting, not as camping. You must keep on praying for light. And of course, even in the hall, you must begin trying to obey the rules which are common to the whole house. And above all, you must be asking which door is the true one, not which pleases you best by its paint or paneling. So I just wanted to share that because um, the whole, you know, the door was closed in that season and that lady speaking that over me. I just wanted to share that if you feel like you're in a hallway of waiting right now or even with this COVID stuff, things seem very uncertain and scary at times. We know that God is always in control and he is so trustworthy. So I just want to thank you all so much for taking time out of your day or your evening to listen to this podcast. I pray and I hope that it was very encouraging to you. Um, I just know that I am here. If you ever want to message me or follow me on Instagram at Convos with Kayla. And I just ask that you make sure to subscribe so you know when the next episode will come out and make sure to like and share with your fellow friends or family members (laughs) or a random person on the street. I don't care. Um, I just, my prayer for this is that it will at least encourage one person because I just want to be used by God. And so I don't know what he's going to do through this podcast, but I just feel like he's directing and leading me to go into this direction. So I just pray that it bless you all today. I'm sorry it is a little longer than I had hoped for, but hopefully next time it'll be a little shorter. I do like to talk though, so that is a warning. Um, (laughs) But I know for me with podcasts, I like washing dishes or I don't know, just sitting outside drinking coffee and listening to podcasts. So if you're one of those people, then great. But like I said, I'm always here if you all ever need to talk, just feel like you need someone to listen to or cry with or laugh with, you can always DM me on Instagram (laughs) and just always know that I'm here to pray for you as well. So thank you again for listening. I hope you all have a blessed day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.